The Lord be with you. We welcome you to worship on this Pentecost day, Pentecost Sunday, where we celebrate uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit to empower uh, the church on the day of Pentecost so long ago. And uh, this morning we, we have a little bit of, we're going to call it the spirit that's trying to escape those back speakers. So if you're hearing a little crackling sound back there, we do know that that's happening. We're going to get that repaired. But if the Spirit so moves you, those of you in the back half and there's room, you can feel free if it gets to bothering you just to come on, come on toward the front. But we are uh, sorry about that this morning. We are having blood given today, and Wilson Hoff, you've signed up. Thank you. I think that there may be uh, spots that can be filled even this morning, so you can go back if you would like and ask about that. Um, as you know, and as you can see, uh, because of the CDC revision of their guidelines, we have uh, uh, made masking optional for those who are vaccinated in our congregation. We also know that we're in kind of this weird in-between time in all these different spaces we go. Some are wearing masks and some are not, and we want to extend the greatest possible grace to those who choose either one. So uh, we are glad that you are here today, uh, and we, are, uh, we welcome you as we continue uh, to uh, strive to reopen uh, this facility. Our, our reopen task force is meeting this Tuesday and we'll continue uh, to review those guidelines and uh, talk about more aspects of our reopening. And one of those is today we will be uh, passing the offering plates during the offering time as we have done in the past. And so uh, be aware that that is a change from previous weeks. And finally, even though she's not in here, well, first of all, we want to welcome all of our live stream viewers this morning. Remember, the 8.30 service is always live streamed across the internet, and we welcome all of you who are gathering with us from home. And even though she's back there helping us with the live stream this morning, I do want to say a word of congratulations to our Director of Youth Ministries, Lindsay Anderson. She graduated from Memphis Theological Seminary yesterday with a Master of Divinity degree. So congratulations uh, to Lindsay. And if you, get, if you get an opportunity after the service, she'll be out and about, and be sure to say congratulations to her as well. Now let's join hearts and minds as we continue the worship of Almighty God. are able as we share our call to worship. Jesus prayed, as you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. I pray that they may be one as we are one, so that the world may know you have sent me. 
Jesus calls us to live into the mission and unity for which he prayed. We will walk in faith and hope. Let us pray. Almighty God, your blessed Son before his death prayed for his disciples that they might be one as you and he are one. Grant that your church, being bound together in love and obedience to you, may be united in one body by the one spirit, that the world may believe in the one you have sent, your Son, Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. these waters. It is the Spirit that prompts our reflection on the grace and mercy of God. It is the Spirit that prompts our confession, that convicts us not only of our sin, but also the sin of the world, and invites us to lay those sins at the feet of the one who is all-encompassing mercy and grace. And so in faith and penitence, let us together confess our sins. Without your power, O oh God, we are lost. We have done the things we would avoid, and what you desire we have not done. By your purifying fire, transform our lives. Guide us into honesty and compassion, so that filled with your peace, our dreams and visions may be one with yours. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Friends, hear the good news. 
who is in a position to condemn only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. In the name of Christ, we are all forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. super excited that you're here today. Today, in our church season, it's a special day. And you see a new color that may be around? Red, it is. And the day is called Pentecost. Today is the day of Pentecost. Any idea what that word means? Hmm... It actually means 50. So it comes, Penta, 50 days after Easter. This year, Easter was on April 4th. And I know some of you are math whizzes, and you can count from April, April 4th to today. That's 50 days. Today is the day that we're celebrating the Holy Spirit joined all the disciples when Jesus was with them. And that's when they started going out and teaching and making churches, kind of like what we have. We've all gathered because of the church and our love for Jesus. So sometimes we say this is like the birthday party for the church, the birthday of the church. And you see all our pastors have come up with their stoles. Show them your stoles. They're all unique and beautiful. And what are whoops, sorry, a couple of things that you see on the stoles? What do you see? What do you see on the top of Anne's? A white dove. I think there's one on, is there one on yours? Yeah, a dove here. And look at this. What does that look like? Fire, like flames. Yeah, let's see yours, Mary Sellers. Ah, it's got a beautiful cross. All of these help us remember the Holy Spirit and being a Christian and part of our church. Now, they have stoles to help them uh, lead our worship. That's what we use them for. But there's another time that people wear stoles, and you may have already been to a graduation. Have you seen some stoles that people wear when they graduate? That's pretty cool. I think most of you have finished this year of school. Have you finished yet? Caroline, have you finished? A little bit more? Yeah. But when you finish that school year, you are graduating to the next grade, right? And that's what we're celebrating today, celebrating your graduation. There's graduation from preschool, graduation from elementary school, each grade, all the way up to 12th grade. I don't know if we have any of our 12th grade seniors here, but then there's college, each year you go up in that. And then like Pastor Chris said about Lindsay, she graduated graduate school. She got her Master's of Divinity. Then there's even, you could get a doctorate. You could be like Dr. J and get a doctorate. And I bet you will one of these days. You will. So right now they're going to help me give you a red stole because we're all, we're graduating. And if you want to take another one, Let's see, Francie's here. I see some other kids that are out there. I want you to take one, and as we go out to children's worship, you can give them one.
Congratulations. Now, you all get one and stand up here with me for a minute and we will say a prayer. And then as we come out, if you want to stand up, if you've graduated a year in school, we will give you one. But let's all pray together. Repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for being with us as we graduate one year to another. Help us to follow you every day. Amen. You want to get one? Pray together. God of power and grace, fill us with the wisdom of your word and the understanding of your spirit so that we may be your church, a people with dreams and visions at work in all the world. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading this morning comes from the second chapter of the book of Acts, verses 1 through 21. I invite you to listen now for the word of God. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness, and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Welcome to the festival this morning, the, the festival, the jubilee, the party that is Pentecost. It's the jubilee of the Spirit, the day we mark the coming of the Spirit upon the church. But Pentecost is first and foremost a Jewish festival, also known as the Festival of Weeks. It occurred 50 days after Passover, 
and it marked the spring barley festival. And Jews would gather from all over the known world in Jerusalem for this feast. And the disciples of Jesus, we are told, are there as well. And this festival always called to mind in the, in the lives of the Jews the promise in the law that every 50th year would be a year of jubilee. And during that year of jubilee, all debts were to be canceled. All enslaved persons were to be set free. All of those who were in prison were to be let go. And you know what? It never happened, as far as we know, in ancient Israel. The promise of it, though, was always in the air at Pentecost, the 50th day. The number 50 in the Bible is always about the future. In Genesis, creation occurs in six days, and on the seventh day, God rested. And seven weeks after Passover, 70 times 7 is 49 days. The 50th day, then, is the day of newness, the day of jubilee. For Christians, 50 days after Easter is seven weeks plus one day, the new day, when the Spirit descends and opens us out into the future. We've been walking these seven weeks, these 49 days, you and I, from that day when we heard the news that He was risen right here in this sanctuary or right out there in that courtyard. And it's the journey the disciples make as well During the 49 days, we ask ourselves the question, what does it mean to be a resurrection people? What does it mean that Christ is risen? What does it mean for us as the body of Christ? What does it mean for those of us who continue to live in a world so far removed from resurrection life, a world still caught in the teeth of death? Several years ago, Kim and I went on our usual post-Easter vacation week, and during the week, as, as sometimes happens, someone in the church died. And when we got back into town, I met with uh, the family of the person who had died to prepare for the service of witness to the resurrection. And during that meeting, one of the children of the person who died said to me as almost an apology, this isn't supposed to happen during Easter. During these 49 days, I think about Christians living in the West Bank or Gaza Strip for whom the weeks after their cries of He is risen, He is risen indeed have been overcome now with neighbors and friends crying out for lost children in the rubble. I heard a report of one mother in Gaza City who said every night when the bombing starts, her family of eight all gather in the very center of the apartment apartment that they live in, and they huddle together throughout the night. She said they do that, and most of the families she knew around did that because the biggest fear among the people who live in the Gaza Strip, is not that they will die in the bombings, but that they will survive and lose the rest of their family. Better to die together, they say, than to be left alone. And this during the Easter season, during the 49 days. This is then where we stand also on the 50th day the day of Pentecost, resurrection has happened, but death still stalks the world. How then are we to live in this unique space as an Easter people? And the answer comes for us today on the rush of a mighty wind and in tongues of flame and in the sound of good news preached in every possible language. We cannot proclaim resurrection under our own steam. 
We cannot live resurrection lives all alone in our own power. We are all of us, all of us, filled with the Spirit of God and this great outpouring of God's energy upon the church. That's what propels the church into the future. That's what moves the church from the cross and the empty tomb out into the world. And it's Peter, of course, the same one who had drawn the circle so small. It's Peter who now imagines people dreaming God's dreams and seeing God's visions. All people, he says, and finding their lives embraced by the peace of God, the shalom of God, salvation. It's a radical word. Right now, all of you are the recipients of God's visions and dreams. All of us, individually and as a community of faith, all of us have been caught up in the movement of God And it doesn't matter how old you are or how young. It doesn't matter how wealthy you are or how poor. It doesn't matter your gender or your neighborhood or your politics or one of the countless ways we try to manage and wall off the Spirit. The Spirit blows where the Spirit will, we are told. The Spirit is, as one writer puts it, the present tense of God. God at work right now in the world. Right now, the Spirit is pushing us forward with visions and dreams. It's the 50th day. It's Jubilee. Padre Gotuma, an Irish poet, tells the story of being on the northern coast of Ireland for a meeting. And going between the buildings during this meeting, he saw a woman standing there in the morning light looking out at sea. And she came over to him when she saw him and she said, I was supposed to be part of a meeting, but I saw the light and I realized standing in the light was more important today. My brother died a few months ago and I never thought I'd be happy again. And she was so caught up in that moment, Otuma says, It was like she was living inside a poem. Living inside of a poem. Maybe that's what the 50th day is for those disciples. And for us here today, a a moment of being caught up in, in the flame, in the lights, where the future suddenly opens out beyond death, beyond COVID, beyond failure, We suddenly know that God's newness is not only possible, but also happening right here, right now. And we are filled with what surely must look like new wine to some bystanders. But it really is joy upon joy upon joy, even here, even now. Several years ago now, we were in Memphis to celebrate the graduation of our daughter from Rhodes College. And it was a beautiful setting on the lawn there, as I remember, in front of those Gothic buildings. If any of you have ever been over there, you know what I'm talking about. Beautiful setting. And we took our seats, and not long after, a family took theirs directly behind us. And Kim and I have this running joke that no matter where we go, We are always going to get seated in proximity to the loudest, most obnoxious people in the place. It happens to us at restaurants, at football games, at the symphony, and yes, graduations. And the people behind us, true to our pattern, could not stop commenting on everything throughout the ceremony. They made borderline racist statements at times. They aired family drama for all to hear, and so on. And at the very end of the graduation, one of the religious studies professors stood to pronounce a blessing. These were the words she shared from from a fourth century story 
of the early desert fathers. Abba Lot went to see Abba Joseph and said to him, Abba, as far as I can, I, I say my little office, I fast a little, I pray and meditate, I live in peace, and as far as I can, I purify my thoughts. What else can I do? Then the old man stood up, the story goes, and stretched his hands toward heaven, and his fingers came, became like ten lamps of fire. And he said to him, If you will, you can become all flame. And in the silence that followed that blessing, the group behind me said, what does that even mean? Maybe they should have asked if she was filled with new wine. It won't always make sense. Have you ever been in love? With a person? With an idea? With a piece of art? With a mission? Have you ever been so filled with passion that it was as if you were lit on fire? Have you ever been so captured by a dream or a vision that your entire life was oriented toward that thing? Pentecost is that day when we are caught up, body and soul, into God's vision, into God's dream, and we are lit on fire. William Blake wrote, Unless the eye catch fire, God will not be seen. Unless the ear catch fire, God will not be heard. Unless the tongue catch fire, God will not be named. Unless the heart catch fire, God will not be loved. Unless the mind catch fire, God will not be known. And this gift, this newness, is for all. Women, men, young, old, dreams and visions abound. I was standing at the graveside with that person who had proclaimed that this isn't supposed to happen at Easter. I had pronounced the benediction and we were standing and milling around as we often do at the end of the graveside. It was late afternoon right after Easter, so it was getting cooler, but the spring sun was, was bright, and it caused the gravestones to reflect the brightness like a hundred mirrors out there. He said, such a beautiful day. Maybe there's a sign in that. And I didn't think to say it then, but he was tapping into something there, an ancient promise, an old invitation made new in the bright sun. All means all. The person we were there to bury that day is included. The grieving child who says this isn't supposed to happen at Easter is included. The world longs to see the light, to catch fire. So here on this 50th day, here at the door to newness, why don't you, why don't we, all of us, why don't we become all flame to the glory of God? Amen. Friends, worshiping with us from home, those here, if the Spirit so moves you, please stand as we affirm our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. He Sunday he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Just a reminder that our prayer list is in the bulletin here, and also the complete prayer list is always available in the Friday emails, the Chris's message, the order of worship is always at the bottom of that with the full prayer list. And I do encourage you to look at that and use our prayer list throughout the week as you pray. And today, as we come together, we will use the refrain, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer as we pray. Let us pray. Holy One, we come ready to receive anew the gifts of your Spirit that will give us wisdom to form and reform ourselves as a people of Pentecost. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come, and be a new reality. Free us from fear. Give us courage to speak of your marvelous ways and of your hope so that we may live each day fully. Be with all our students as they promote to the next grade and the next phase of life. May they each be reminded that you are as close as their next breath. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come and be a new reality. Awaken so, us so that we may be bold to be the body of Christ's presence in the world, renewing our life together, renewing the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come and be a new reality. Spirited wind of change enabled the bending of what is rigid, the reversal of what has gone astray, the freshness of new possibility. May your spirit blow where there is conflict, and may it bring an end to violence and a path toward reconciliation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come and be a new reality. Come as comforter and offer us and all people relief, consolation, and companionship. Tend to our woundedness. Bring healing and wholeness to all on our prayer list and to those we name now in the silence of our hearts. Be in the midst of all Stephen minister relationships and with those known only to you, O God. Restore us to life that we may be healers. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Your love is stronger than death. We rejoice in the lives of those whom you have drawn into your eternal embrace. Remembering your promises of everlasting life, we especially give thanks for the life of Cedric Flowers on the anniversary of his death. Keep us in joyful communion with all your saints until we join in eternal life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy One, for all the ways you speak to us in rushing wind, in dancing flames, in words we understand, and in all that transcends language, we give you thanks. Give us courage to speak your love everywhere we go to everyone we meet. And we ask these things in the name of Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. When I'm asked to describe our congregation to people, I often, um, people often ask to describe it, I say they are generous congregation. And so this is, doesn't just mean monetarily. This means with your actions and with your spirit and with your time and energy. So God has blessed us 
to be a blessing. With the gifts we have received, we give back to God so that God's mission in the world may be advanced and God's glory abound. Let us give with joy. Just take two. Let us pray. God of all might and power, we praise you that you forged your church in the spirit of fire and breathed life into your people that we might be the body of Christ. We rejoice in the generosity of our congregation in all ways. Use these gifts for your ongoing work in our congregation, our community, and our world. By your spirit, send us out into your world to live Christ's life in power and compassion. Take us, O God, and shape us according to your will in the service of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, now and forever. Amen.
what thou wouldst do. Breathe on me, breath of God, until my heart is pure, until with thee I will one will to do and to Go out into the world in peace, have courage, hold on to what is good, return no one evil for evil, support the weak, help the suffering, honor all people, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be yours this day and forevermore. Amen.